It is Wednesday, another edition of WeatherWise, the podcast from the meteorologist here at uh, 47 ABC WMDT. We are in Salisbury, Maryland on the Delmarva Peninsula, serving the eastern shore of Maryland and a lot of Delaware, just to give you a geographic location if you're streaming or downloading from outside of the area. We talk about weather here in the mid-Atlantic. We also focus on weather in the east coast, the United States, and sometimes across the world. Whatever's interesting, we talk about it. And I'm here this week with meteorologist Sloan Haynes. And uh, Sloan, um, it's just the broken record with uh, the people who hate hearing about this that like snow. We just uh, have no pattern set up that would support any of that. We're warm. We have a couple days where we're near average again. That's our cold snap, and then we're back to being warm. Yeah, I mean, snow lovers, sorry, but if you're (laughs) like me, isn't this great? It's fantastic. (laughs) I'm learning to love it more and more. I'm realizing maybe my attachment to snow just stem from the fact that I got out of school growing up. Yeah. Because I'm like, I mean, first of all, we, we got to go into work if it work. snows. Right. I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. I'm still here. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but people who don't have four-wheel drive at the station, I'm the one who goes and picks them up to bring them into work. I have heard that. So. And if it makes you feel better, I've purposely lived close enough to the station that I can walk <laughs> here. So. <laughs> so we'll I'm happy. I don't have to wake up earlier to bring anybody into work. Not that I wouldn't. Like, I still would. But. It's, it's warm. It's nice. I've it's heard the nice. stories last year when we had yes. the tears were shed. Foot snow. Like By you me. all had to go through a lot. I cried. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else cried. I cried. I think I was crying during my live shot in Georgetown last January, and I think they were like freezing as they were coming out of my <laughs> eyes. So that's I'm how sorry. it looks. But <laughs> it's warm. And I was looking at models this morning as we head into the next two weeks, and we're trending above average still with those temperatures. Precipitation above average too, but. It's the temperatures. Well, the setup is perfect for snow mm-hmm. from, um, you know, from a storm track standpoint. This past storm that we had brought us all that rain on Sunday. That would have been a perfect snowstorm for us. Mm-hmm. Center of low pressure far enough off the coast that uh, the cold air that was in place was kind of wedging in from the north a little bit. It was just a perfect scenario if, if there was actual Arctic air mm-hmm. to draw from, which there wasn't. No, it was just... I call it ugly mid-Atlantic weather growing up here when we have those rainy winter days. Yes. I don't, I don't like cold rain. That's why I went to school in Florida. They have hot rain down yeah. there and humid rain. But it was breezy, blustery, we could say. It was dreary, gloomy. It was like that bone-chilling cold where you, if you, get, you just can't get dry. Yes. And that's what we saw with that storm system over the weekend, unfortunately. And to, even early Monday when I came into work still raining out there but temperatures i've turned my heat off again for the week i don't think i'll turn it back on until this weekend when we go back to around seasonable briefly because it's window weather we're forecasting highs in the upper 60s for wednesday nearing 70 on thursday that's exciting doesn't feel like february out there and i've already seen a lot of uh early budding Mm -hmm. Um, especially now that the sun angle has we've gotten a little bit of time of you know, each day a little more daylight, but with that, the sun angle is getting a little stronger. So mm-hmm. the warm temperatures coupled with that, tricking these trees and bushes yeah. and flowers into thinking it's time. My sister-in-law <laughs> said she's in Pennsylvania, said she had pollen on her car. She said it was like the wow. thinnest layer of yellow on her car. And she was upset because she just took it to get washed because, you know, she had some like salt on it. She's like, what's Next this? Next day, she's <laughs> like, what is this? And just a little film of pollen on her car. So it's tricking the seasons right now we still have another 
month and I believe five days now left in spring. I think it ends March 20th or winter. So spring starts March 20th. So we have that to look forward to, though, to actually get into spring. Well, I, saw, nice. I saw a write-up uh, meteorologist that I follow um, in, in the region, and he was just talking about how the La Nina pattern, which is why mm-hmm. our jet stream's been a little further north, why we're, we've been warmer this winter. Um, and typically, La, there are a few factors for the East Coast, but La Nina is one of the bigger ones there with the Pacific Ocean waters. Mm-hmm. It's coming to an end. Um, there's signals showing that it's ending, but... It's now just kind of a race against time. Do we get to a pattern where we that could support cold snaps um, when it's actually cold enough for snow? For instance, he talks about going into early spring. We could have below normal stretches going into mm-hmm. later March, early April, mid-April. But at that point, it might just be too late. Mm-hmm. You know, that it, we could get some wet snow. And, you know, the disclaimer here is this, this is a meteorologist who loves snow. It, it, that's, that's his big thing. So... Um, he looks at from that standpoint, you know, is it going to be too late for us? Yeah. And uh, to get an actual accumulating nice snow in the area. So it's interesting to, to see, like, how that's going to pan out. And that's what's going to be crummy is, and, and I think you're with me with this, if I think if it's going to be cold enough for that bone-chilling cold rain, it might as well just snow, you I know, if it's going to be that. that cold. So we're going to go into early spring mm-hmm. and our pattern shifts, that just sets us up for a lot of nasty, wet, windy systems where mm-hmm. we're spending the day in the upper 30s and low 40s and it's just crummy. And I, I think that our early spring could end up being like that because at that point, the pattern is reshifted. What's little left of cold air in Canada, the Arctic air, is just not strong enough um, you know, to, to support uh, a snow event down here. And it's hard to talk about snow when we had record-breaking warmth last That's week. That's right could potentially see record breaking warmth again this Thursday, forecasting highs near at 70 degrees. I believe it was last Thursday that we had the record high for Georgetown at 71 degrees. And then you even said Wallops had a record high temperature too last week. So right, there's 67, and I believe that beat their record yeah. of 64. And that Accomack County, a little closer to, you know, the shore, well, mm-hmm. depends what side you're on. A lot closer to water, so your temperatures inland are going to be a little more modified, and mm-hmm. that's that's a warm day for them. That is a warm day for them, but the warm weather looks like it's going to stick around for a little bit longer. And as you were saying that, you know, we're approaching spring, we're going to see the weather pattern shift a little bit, and we're going from like these blustery, cold, dreary, rainy days now, and that's going to lead us into our severe weather season come spring where we have stronger, quicker systems moving through the area. Remember, those are the systems too that will warm us up officially as we head into summer because February is one of our warming up months. Yes, we average highs back up in the 50s by the end of this month, but it's not until, you know, April, beginning of May, we see temperatures truly in the 70s. Right. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about that. But I'm, I'm hoping we go in that trend and we don't fall back into yes. the, the, the cold trend. And we've had, uh, we, you know, talking about the time of the year here, we've had Valentine's Days in the past mm-hmm. that are, in listening to the podcast here, the uh, day before, and hopefully everybody had a great Valentine's Day. Um, the weather has been a lot worse, a lot colder typically mm-hmm. than what we've had. In Last the past. year, I believe we were at 32 degrees for our high temperature for Valentine's Day. Yes. So. A tough day. What a difference, you know, a year makes because yeah. we were in the 50s for Valentine's Day this year. And I was looking up some statistics about Valentine's Day, 
and over 50% of our Valentine's Day have temperatures, high temperatures above 50 degrees. So over half the time we're above average with our temperatures for Valentine's Day. Interesting. So in, in other terms, our highs though typically average in the upper 40s, about 48 degrees for Salisbury, lows averaging nearing 30. The warmest we were was 71 degrees back in 1990, and the coldest morning we ever had was one below zero in 1979. Um, for oh, wow. Yeah, cold. That's rough. Wettest Valentine's Day, 1.2 inches in 1936, and the snowiest was 3 inches in 1965. And I was watching Ulysses Weather Tidbits on Tuesday where he was going through this entire graphic that we have, and he had mentioned that Valentine's Day is one of the top holidays where we receive or have the best chance for snow. It's Valentine's Day and MLK Day and President's Day, I believe, are the best chances for us to have snow on those days. And it makes sense. I mean, February, mm -hmm. early February, mid-February, that's a uh, key time here in the Mid-Atlantic for us to really get our biggest snowstorms, you know, with these mm -hmm. coastal storms. And, um, you know, it all comes down to luck, too, when you talk about a, a specific day, whether or not the weather pattern that mm -hmm. day is supporting precipitation or not. It could be a sunny day. But um, it's interesting to note that we are in the thick of, what should be the nastiest weather that we yes. see uh, from, I would say at any point during the year. And I mean, I know that it's very subjective, but those living on the coast, coastal storms are, uh, you know, part of life. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is handled a little, a little more, um, you know, knowingly, if you will, like it's, it's just understood a little better than having to deal with um, a foot of snow that drops and temperatures in the teens or something like that. So... Yeah. We're getting there. We're getting closer We're and getting closer, closer. To, to getting out of this uh, or getting out of the chances for the big snows. And, you know, I mentioned with the snow or with the sun angle rising and, and getting higher in the sky. And um, when we do get snows mid-February, especially in later, your late February, early March snows, because the sun is higher, even on cloudy days after you get a big snow, it's stronger. That allows the, um, the, the pavement basically to take in that sunlight, that insulation, as it's called, through the, the clouds. And you usually see melting is much more rapid, even after a massive snowstorm. Your sidewalks and streets um, naturally start to clear out a lot better than they do if you would have gotten something like this in December, January, mm -hmm. when the snow angle is, uh, or the sun angle is much lower. So there are some benefits already to the point at the time that we're in of the year where if we do get into some snow here, mm -hmm. it'll be a little easier for us to deal with. And as you know, here in Delmarva, our, um, you know, our, our, our snow removal and not so much snow removal, snow prep is maybe it's a not difficult. as... Yeah, it's, it's challenging. Not, it's, it's not as broad or, or set up as maybe up uh, to Philadelphia Metro or Baltimore and D.C. Metro where I think that, you know, well, there's a little more snow per year yes. and spend a little more money on, um, you know, the abrasions and stuff to put down. Um, so I think a lot of drivers around here are probably happy to hear that we're not forecasting yeah. anything major. And the kids are happy, too, because when I do school talks or junior storm team, I talk to them about, like, snow dates, and they look at me like a snow day because they can do the virtual school now. So you know, they're I, not really you're right about that. snow I didn't, days anymore. I didn't even think about that. That's right. Cause we just can, aged ourselves, I guess you could say. Oh, man. <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to be on their side about this. I'm going to start advocating. You know, snow day is a snow day. Bring I know teachers days, agree with snow me. Snow days this. back. You, but we'll bring them back. If it's I'll, a snow day, I'll give you a sign you're shut shirt. down. You'll go march around. Go, okay. The, I know the teachers offices. would be on my side about that because they, they, they tell me oh, they, they like the snow days. they want a snow day, too. Believe me, I know they do. They deserve a snow day. They do. They do.
at least with the fog delays that we get during the yes. year, that does give everybody a That's break. That's what we've had a lot of recently, too. It's been an obstacle for us is has been fog delaying schools, especially, you know, for our Bayside areas more, seeing mm -hmm. a lot more along Chris Field. So that's something that we pay attention to during the winter months here, is it's a little foggy it's in the, the morning. It's the fog delays, right. Well, with that said, um, I think we set ourselves up hopefully for, um, well, it just depends on the way you look at it. I hope we're not jinxing ourselves. If you'd like a little bit of snow, we're not canceling it here. But I think we get these early warm days, we usually have to see the reverse happen mm -hmm. with the pattern. and. Like I said, here as we get into the end of February, early March, maybe we're starting to mm -hmm. get some more cold air at that point, and we'll see if it's yeah. uh, enough. And it'll be interesting to see in terms of temperatures this month. I know January is one of the warmest Januarys we had on record to see what we have. Fourth warmest in Salisbury, yeah, right. What we have for February because it's been record-breaking warmth throughout it's, the area. It's been the same. In fact, it's, if, if you look at it, the stretch has actually been more pronounced. Mm -hmm. um, Although, you know, the first seven days or first five days of January, we were above 60. Mm -hmm. We had that 170 degree day and the actually last two days of December. So that was a seven day stretch of 60 plus. And although we haven't matched that stretch, we're going through three, four days in a row, 60 or above, mm -hmm. temporarily with a high of 40 and 50 for the cool down. And then we're back, you mm -hmm. know. So I'll take it. Uh, yeah, I, I will too. And, um, you know, being able to get out and enjoy the parks a little more here. Yeah. Although a little muddy after some of these storms. But, you know, I'll take that over the nasty, cold, rainy day any day. So, all right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's edition of WeatherWise. Obviously, um, you know, with every week that goes by, we have something different to talk about as the weather patterns give us a little more of a signal of what's to come in the future. And uh, for those of you looking for snow, we're, we're still keeping an eye on that for you. And I'm sure we'll have a lot more to talk about next week. Thanks for downloading and streaming. And we'll talk to you again next Wednesday from the meteorologist here at WMDT. This is WeatherWise, the podcast from 47ABC, WMDT.